Your company blog might seem like the logical place to announce new features, but doing so often causes more harm than good. Now, whether you're a startup or an established B2B SaaS company, products are never static and features shift over time. Some shifts happen through a series of pivots and others result from slow and steady development. The only constant is that change is inevitable. When companies post feature announcements on their blog, it's not long before they become outdated. When prospects read their blog, it's unclear which features are current and which are old. This dilutes the positioning that they've worked hard to frame. That often harms conversion rates for their trials and demos too. And this is just one of the handful of negative effects that blogging about new features can have. In this episode, we'll share some of our best practices for B2B SaaS companies to announce new feature updates. You'll learn why weaving feature updates into pain point related content is a better approach and and how to do that too. And you'll also learn how to promote new features to existing customers through segmented email broadcasts and remarketing ads. But before we cover those two topics, let's look at some of the other implications of announcing new features haphazardly through your blog. I'm Mark Thomas, I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Most companies have no promotional strategy for making new feature announcements. And as a result, they resort to publishing and sharing brief blog posts in mass emails sent to their whole customer list. Now, these posts may create some buzz about your new features, but the uptick is short. Since they're not evergreen, they have no meaningful shelf life beyond the moment that they're published. When they're not updated or deleted, your blog is left with clutter that only confuses visitors about who you are and what you do. One of the consequences of this is keyword cannibalization. Now, keyword cannibalization is when you have two or more pieces of content competing for the same search keyword. As your company ages, old feature updates can steal ranking authority from your content that's better optimized for conversion, like product or use case pages. Let's use a B2B SaaS company that sells a work productivity app as an example. Assume they've launched a feature that enables customers to collaborate with colleagues using integrated to-do lists. And to announce it, they publish a brief blog post about the feature. The feature's a hit, which leads to an avalanche of shares and direct backlinks from industry blogs. Now, the article gains authority on Google because of this, and it ranks for the keyword integrated to-do lists. Fast forward to years later, and the post about this once new feature is now outdated. But because it has such a strong backlink profile, it continues to rank for the keyword. Now that's a problem because the company wants their core product page to rank for integrated to-do lists instead. Despite that page's depth, the old feature announcement outranks it because of the authority that it once generated. How did Hiba Amin go from this? The investors wanted to put all of their investments on pause and we ended up having to lay off half of the team. To this. This past year, we've doubled our signup numbers every week. We've tripled our MRR and we're in a good spot now. We're hiring across all of our teams. Listen to episode one of Inflection Point to find out more or look in the show notes for a direct link. Another problem with announcing features on your blog is that it creates a poor user experience for visitors. Blog posts about feature updates can cause cognitive overload for your visitors. 
They'll land on your blog and waste time trying to figure out if your tool actually solves their problems. Now imagine a blog visitor scrolling through the list of potential articles that you offer. Your blog would appear more useful when posts cover pain point related content felt by your buyer personas. But when it has articles about feature updates that you've made throughout the years, they now have more work to do when considering your product. It forces them to sift through old posts to figure out what's actually relevant to them. Including feature updates on your blog can also give visitors an excuse to say no to your software. It steers them away from thinking about the problem that they have in the context of the solution that you offer and towards thinking about whether your features are what they expected. For example, prospects who sign up for a free trial through an old feature announcement may have certain expectations that you no longer meet. These users will churn faster than others because they're not getting what they thought they signed up for. So let's talk about how to actually announce the new features in a way that, that works. Aside from posting to their blog, we've seen SaaS companies announce feature updates in the following ways. Number one is adding them to a knowledge base or a help desk. But the problem is that most help desks aren't hosted on a company's websites, which leaves them unable to track user behavior and optimize for conversion. Number two is creating a separate blog for investor and product updates. But the issue is that most companies don't create another subdomain for these blogs, which leads to their post stealing search ranking authority from their main domain anyway. And the third thing is that they email their customer list. Now, companies usually send a mass email to everyone rather than segmenting their audience. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But first, let's cover one alternative and we think better way that you can announce new features. While the way that you solve your customers' problems may change, most companies keep solving the same pain points over time. So feature announcements work best when weaved into content addressing customer pain points. This ensures that content is lasting and evergreen. With content centered around pain points, it's much easier to write updates to how your features work relative to the problems that they fix. Unlike blog posts about feature announcements, which serve no purpose really beyond the moment that they're published, you'll continue to update pain point content. Those pieces will rank on Google for specific pain point keywords. And you can do a simple content refresh when you've updated features. Now, if you've pivoted and you no longer offer a certain feature in your product, for example, you can always remove the section about it from the post. Or if you've updated that feature, you can change that section of the post to reflect that by replacing screenshots or adjusting the feature description. This way, new readers will always be seeing what's current and those who convert, they're less likely to churn. But as an added benefit, Google tends to reward you with higher SEO rankings when you refresh your content often. Here's how you can think about integrating feature announcement into pain point content in three simple steps. Step one, find a relevant piece of pain point content. So you do this by scanning your archive for content that you've already written, but use that to announce your feature. To do this, you have to have a sense of what's already on your site. Now, if you've not kept track of this, you can use tools like Hrefs or Google Search Console to show you the keywords that you're already ranking for. And once you have that information, ask yourself which post or posts are most relevant to the new feature that you'd like to announce. But if you haven't written any pain point pieces yet, work on writing them first. Come up with ideas by chatting with your product and sales teams and conduct user interviews to hunt for the pain points that your product responds to. The process of creation is then a lot like blogging about a new feature announcement. But instead of dedicating a post to a new feature, the focus is on the problem that the reader experiences 
and the way that you solve it for them with that feature. Step two is to craft a narrative. Now, once you've found that pain point, you need to insert it into the piece. So you should read your post and scan for places where you can drop a detailed mention. Now, the action that you could take could be as simple as adding an announcement video about the new feature into the body of the post. Or you can also create an editor's note in a visually differentiated box. Now, Podia and Hrefs both do this really well, so you can check out their blogs for examples. Step three is continued maintenance. Now, you need to keep a spreadsheet of pain point topics that you've covered and which features they've mentioned. You can use Google Search Console or Hrefs site audit tools to mine for pain point keywords that all posts might include. Now, whenever you announce new features, consider how they either replace or complement old ones mentioned in existing posts. Each time your product pivots away from features, remove mentions of them from posts since they're no longer relevant. Integrating feature updates into pain point content is great for reaching new prospects. But what about your existing customers? They typically aren't reading your blog anymore because they know who you are. So how do you announce new features to them? At this point, it's a matter of engaging with them on channels where they still listen to you. The first thing that you can do is send segmented emails to your user base. Now, most companies will mass message their customers about new feature announcements, but it is more effective to take a segmented approach. Only email the segments of your customers who you know would benefit most from your new feature, those who would experience the specific problem that your new feature fixes. If you sell post-purchase software to Shopify business owners, and you've just created a new feature that solves a problem only experienced by merchants selling subscription services, send an email announcing this feature only to that segment of your user base. Exclude everybody else. As far as the content of your email, you can offer a visual. It's valuable to record a short video that walks a viewer through how to use your new feature. And in the past, we found it particularly useful to include an animated GIF linking out to that video. Remarketing through PPC ads is obviously something that we would recommend. Now, many companies think of paid advertising only as a way to engage new prospects, but you can use them to reach your current customers too. And this is especially useful when new features require an upsell. Through remarketing, you can keep reminding customers about feature updates for an extended period of time. You can also tailor your creative to demonstrate what the feature update is and what it means to the customers that you target. Run remarketing ads through social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. LinkedIn can be effective too, but only use it when you have a major feature update to announce because placements, they're generally more expensive. Let's close this off here. So now that you have alternatives, stop announcing feature posts. So now that you have alternatives, stop announcing feature updates through one-off blog posts. Announcing new features this way is a waste of valuable real estate on your SaaS website. Your blog should only focus on featuring content that addresses customer pain points. Sticking with the status quo results in lower conversion rates because you generate more poor fit traffic that results in fewer sales qualified leads. So to recap here, announce new features in one of these ways. Start with pain point related content and weaving new feature updates into that. Then send email blasts to specific segments of your customer base about new feature updates and exclude the rest of the customer base. And then third, run remarketing ads that spread the word. These three options are a better path forward 
and they're a more potent way of creating buzz. I'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our work with us page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas. That's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, D-E-V-B-A-S-U. Connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.